At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. It's our number two of the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. he got a lot of basketball coming up this hour. It's Tom Cunningham. He's over there at runyourpool.com. He is going to be joining me in 15 minutes. We're going to be taking a look at the NBA landscape with him. We're going to be talking a little bit of football. And I know that he takes a look at the Oscars as well. We always get a little bit of an update with him. If he's got anything, we shall see if we're able to get anything there. But that said... We are always able to cover a whole lot of ground with him. He's going to be joining me in 15 minutes. Very much looking forward to that. Going to be leading off this hour, taking a look at some college basketball. Get back online with these ZK Nation picks as we hit two in a row and then you miss two in a row. And now we're going to be trusting in hopefully a little bit more of a favorite to come through here. So we're going to be hitting that in a minute. But something that I'm always able to trust in, something that is never volatile, the gentlemen behind the scenes who do an amazing job here at the Greg Peterson Experience. We are now on Sports Map Radio, by the way. So big shout out to anyone that's listening, including my first ever radio station I ever interned at over there, 95.3 The Score in Appleton, Wisconsin. All over there. I believe we're in Rylander, Wisconsin as well. So shout out to my home state of Wisconsin there and shout out to all the people behind the scenes because of the man that is allowing you to hear this. If you're listening on Terrestrial Radio, if you're listening to a podcast form of this, that would be Taylor. He does a great job as my audio engineer. Every single hour of the Greg Peterson experience is in podcast form as well. Beeson.com slash podcast or the best bets feed. You ever get that Apple podcast, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, list goes on and on. Sean is the main man that heads that up. 
You've got my producer, Jason Cowan, who does a great job with all these guests being able to get that set up and keeping me in line as well, which that is not an easy task. I do not envy anyone that has to do that, but he does an amazing job. And for those of you guys that are watching on YouTube TV, vsin.com, list goes on and on seeing all the graphics. It is our man, Nick, that does a tremendous job with that. So a big thanks to them. And now time for me to hold up my end of the bargain, try to find you guys some winners on this college basketball card for this for this Wednesday. And if you miss anything that I do here, vsin.com slash picks, we've got you guys covered there. I've got you guys covered on my Twitter feed at GNRS41 with my spreadsheet, which you're also able to find on vsin.com as well. So we've got lots and lots of outlets for getting you guys everything that we're seeing. But in order to get the full breakdowns, you got to be listening to the podcast. You've got to be listening to the show. And we're diving in on Ohio State and Nebraska, 679, 680 on the board. Nebraska is between a five and a half and a six point home underdog. And this is a number that was originally at four and a half. So we have seen this shift quite a bit in favor of the Ohio State University. And total on this game is saying between 137 and 138 and a half. And my write-up is on Ohio State. Certainly, I would much rather have the four and a half that we were seeing a little bit earlier, but seeing a five and a half on the board, I am willing to lay that because right now with Ohio State, I set them as more around an eight and a half point favorite. With Ohio State, I do think that they should be able to just manhandle this game. Ohio State coming off of a four-game losing streak. You know that they're going to be a little bit angry, but it's not just because they're going to come out there with a lot of zeal and everything like that. It's just because Ohio State is flat out the better team in this spot. Now, going on the Big Ten, going on the road in the Big Ten is never an easy feat. Whether it's Lincoln, Nebraska, whether it's going to Northwestern, the Breslin Center, the Cole Center, you're able to go down the list. But for Ohio State, they just have the better team in this spot. We've got Zed Key, who should be able to dominate down low with eight and a half rebounds, 12 and a half points per game. Now, Derek Walker does a solid job for Nebraska as well. He's been able to chip in there with like 13 and eight in his own right as well. But this is a Nebraska team that they can't shoot. I wish I could put it any other way, but they can't shoot. They're 253rd in America in points scored on a per-possession basis. They're 321st in three-point shooting percentage, and they're 337th in free-throw shooting percentage. Going up against an Ohio State team that four other top six scorers shoot at least 40% from three. They're 16th in the country in terms of three-point shooting percentage. You've got a pair of freshmen and Bryce Sensabaugh along with Bruce Sorton that have been able to shoot 40-plus percent from three. And Sensabaugh, in my opinion... Why are we talking about him as one of the best freshmen in all of college basketball? There might be some that are. Maybe I'm just missing them, but this kid deserves a little bit more love than he has been getting as he's been able to do an incredible job. Right around 15 and a half points, six boards, shoots 44 plus percent from three-point range. He's had a lot of big-time buckets for the team all season long, ironically enough. The one that he had in Minnesota and the one that he had against North Carolina, it just got wiped out, which was very unfortunate for them, but... That said, I do take a look at his game, and it's been rock solid. And then you've got someone like an Isaac, like a Kelly, who doesn't give you a lot of scoring, right around four or five points per game, but chips in there like three assists, chips in there some rebounds, good glue guy for the team. And for Nebraska, Sam Greisel, who has been dealing with an injury, he should be out there. He's been able to get the team right around 11 points, five rebounds, four assists. He's a nice edgy suffer, but once again, passing to a lot of guys that they can't shoot. And for Nebraska... The defensive numbers for them look significantly better this year, but they're a little bit warped because they have really slowed down their play. Last year, they were 200 and, or last year, they were 24th in the country in terms of total possessions per game. They're now right around 240th. And this is not an Ohio State team that is 
going to go out there and just run it and gun it down your throat as right now in terms of total possessions per game, they're right around 205th. So a relatively mid-tempo Ohio State team. And for Ohio State, I know that a lot of people like to dog them for their defense. They're giving up far fewer points on a per-possession basis rather than Nebraska. It's right around 125th with that aspect. You've got an Ohio State team that they're offering more around the 75th, 80th sort of vector in that. So I do think that you've got an Ohio State team that they should be able to dominate this game. They've got a Nebraska team that just has a tough time being able to put the ball in the basket. And we've seen Nebraska really start to get figured out on defense as well. And their offense has been in a pretty big swoon for Ohio State. You take a look at their last five losses. Only one of those losses, they lost by more than a possession in regulation. They had two of those games go to overtime and I was on the wrong end of having Ohio State at both of those overtime losses, which that was just absolutely killer. But that said, it is what it is. Sometimes you just get bad variants. You had two games that were decided by one possession, and then you had that Maryland game, which they lost by seven. So they've been there all season long. Nebraska, meanwhile, they've taken quite a bit of bad blows. not in their advantage. I think that Ohio State, they make a statement here. So set Ohio State more around an eight-point favorite. My DK and Asian pick is taking a look at them laying the points. And I detailed the lack of offense that we're getting out of Nebraska. Semi-tall at 134, so also going to be taking a look at this total under. How about if we take a look at a little bit of ACC action? And while I don't like that home underdog in Nebraska, I do like this home underdog. As we've got 675, 676 on the board, Louisville's going to be playing us Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh open up as a 10.5 point favorite. Now it's getting a little bit closer to my buy point, but I still see a little bit of value with Louisville as a 10-point home underdog. So this game is 141 to 141.5. I said Louisville's a 9.5-point underdog. For me, it's very simple. At double figures, I'm willing to buy into Louisville. Single digits, I'm willing to lay it with Pittsburgh. We're still at double digits, so still play for me on a Louisville team that has been able to play a little bit better recently. Now, for Louisville, this is not a team that's going to be making any sort of final four run this year or anything like that. And for Louisville, you do want to take note that Brandon Huntley Hetfield, their top rebounder with six rebounds per game. He's been dealing with a little bit of an injury, but even with that, I've been upgraded this Louisville team just a little bit because finally L. Ellis has a little bit of support out there in the backcourt. L. Ellis has been having to do everything for Louisville. He's currently averaging 17.7 points, four and a half assists, a little bit over his steal per game. It's really a situation because he leads all of college basketball in terms of turnovers on a per-game basis where a bad possession for him has been better than anything else for, like, any of his teammates. But Mike James, a freshman from the great state of Florida, has been able to step up. He's had 17-plus points in three of the team's last four games. He's shooting 38.5% from three-point range. He's been able to lend a little bit of a helping hand. And even if you don't have in this game, Brandon on the half field, like, it's sounding like he's going to be out right now. Jalen Withers has been able to combine with Sidney Curry for about 10 rebounds per game. You don't really have a shortage of big men with Louisville. It's just the backcourt has nobody other than L. Ellis. And now, finally, you've got Mike James stepping up. And that's a big reason why I'm looking to buy in. With his Pittsburgh team, they are outside the top 100 in terms of points a lot on a per-possession basis. They are going to be without John Hughley for the rest of the year. That is a little bit hurtful for them, but they still do have... A solid backcourt. They really don't have a lot down low. Blake Hinson 
Only guy that's given you north of five and a half rebounds per game as Andrew Marius Burton. Combined for 33 points, both of these guys shoot 35 plus percent from three with Burton shooting 42% from the outside. He's been able to give out four assists per game. And then you've got Frederico Frederico. That is an interesting name. He's been able to give this Pittsburgh team five and a half points, five and a half rebounds per game down low as well. And now you've got Mikey, Nike Sabandi teaming up with Greg Elliott for about 17 points per game. Both of these guys are able to fire in from three point range. But with this Louisville team, they've been able to improve just a little bit on defense, but their offense, they still scored 70 points or fewer in five out of their last six games. It is a Louisville team that they do rank outside of the top 200 in terms of both offensive and defensive efficiency. So I do think that this is going to be a little bit of a tougher game for either team to be really able to score in. I did set my total at a 137 half. You've got a Pittsburgh team that is relatively mid-tempo this season, and Louisville, they're sort of a go with the flow. They'll play fast with the fast teams. They'll play slow with the slow teams. As a result, they're about 176th in terms of possessions per game. So circumstance where I did set my total more around a 137 and a half. So you're at 141 looking at an under. And with Pittsburgh willing to lay it if they get down to single digits here at 10 plus, it's a take for me on Louisville as the home underdog. And then we'll give you this one very briefly as I think that the wrong team is favored in this SoCon game. 669, 670 on the board. Or I should say, actually, 670, 667, 668 on the betting board. East Tennessee State, they play us at Samford. Sam Iamford is a 3.5 to a 4.5 point favorite. Your total on this game is between 140 and 140.5. Samford is right now riding a five-game win streak, but this is a team coached by Bucky McMillan that they look to generate turnovers. They're still without Quez Glover, and you've got an ETSU team that has been able to do a solid job with Jaden Seymour down low. I think that they should be able to win this game outright. I'm going to be looking at them with a money line play. And what we're going to be taking a look at next is a little bit of NBA action with Tom Cunningham over there at runmypool.com. He's up next here on the Greg Peterson Experience. I'm Vison, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. You know, hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. on VSEN, the sports betting network. Watch football with a little bit more on the line by playing for free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness. Set your lineup and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness made of more terms, conditions, and other eligibility restrictions. They do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSEN, the sports betting network, and it is great to be joined by Tom Cunningham. He does great work over there at runyourpool.org, and it's great to be able to have him aboard because he breaks down a little bit of everything. Whether you're taking a look at the NFL, MLB, Oscars, list goes on and on. He covers it all, and Tom, it's always great to have you aboard. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me, Greg. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining me, and let's take a little bit of a look at the NBA because I always do think that it's a little bit hard to be able to gauge these games overnight just because you got so many guys that are out due to load management because you do have just so many injuries in general. So how do you go about taking a look at the NBA? Because something that I was taking a look at on the show yesterday is maybe it's best to just take a look at more player props rather than sides because if the guy that you bet a player prop on does not go in the game, you know what? You get a refund for having no action whatsoever. Meanwhile, if you take a side and let's say you bet on the Bucks, I'm just spitballing something, and Giannis Antetokounmpo is out. You lay five points with the Bucks. You're still stuck with the Bucks. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny you bring that up because one of the games I had circled was Sacramento uh, when they go and visit the Lakers uh, in the late window for tomorrow night. And LeBron James is listed as questionable. So already you have, you know, a teetering line. Uh, but I think it could go in the opposite direction. I actually like the Kings uh, to cover the game. Uh, minus four is what you're getting right now. And I believe if LeBron James is definitely going to be out of that game, uh, that line will probably be a little bit more, I would think, uh, favoring the Kings. So sometimes it works opposite. Maybe you want to jump on a line uh, before a player is deemed out that you know or you are leaning towards believing is going to miss a game. So uh, it could work the opposite direction. I think it could work in that case for this game. Uh, I'll take the Kings. Look, the Kings, they've won nine straight road games when playing as the favorite. Uh, They've covered three of their last four games against the Lakers. Again, we don't know if LeBron James is going to play or not. Uh, So I do like the Kings there. Now, you know, if we just want to 
assume LeBron James is going to play um, or not play, whatever you want to do. I think the point total uh, is another market you might want to look at just because Sacramento, uh, they tend to go over a lot. They've gone over in five straight games, and these two teams have gone over in five straight meetings. Uh, with that said, Greg, uh, you know, I pretty much uh, every time I come on here, I bring up venue stats uh, in terms of point totals. In Los Angeles this year, uh, the point total is 15 and 29 going over under. Uh, so that trend is working against us over betters for this game. Uh, but I do think points will be scored between these two teams, whether LeBron James plays or not. Uh, but again, I am going to lean towards the Kings at minus four. Even if LeBron plays, uh, I still like the Kings. But again, he might not play. And then you get value on that spread. So uh, give me the Kings uh, for tomorrow night in the late window. There have been very few things that have really been assured of in the NBA this season, but one of the best bets has been just betting against the LA Lakers, regardless of who <laughs> does slash does not play other than that Anthony Davis heater run that we saw about a month and a half or so ago. It's really not been great for the Lakers. So I certainly cannot knock that. And we were just taking a look at this because while I, when I do this show, you've got a bunch of TVs in front of me and they were showing Luka Doncic in Atlanta Hawks gear and also Trey Young in Dallas Mavericks gear. And you've got a clash between these two teams, a part of that big giant trade. The Mavericks are a three and a half point favorite with a total of 232 and a half. Where do you stand with this game? Because you do have to figure that the two star players in Young, along with Luka Doncic, they're going to get up just a little bit more for this game. Yeah, uh, you know, growing up in Atlanta, this was this was a big moment when this trade went down. Um, now, I know there were some people that were, you know, they weren't a fan of the trade. Some other people were fans of the trade. Uh, as you and I were speaking earlier, it definitely was no Marvin Woods for the Atlanta Hawks. So they definitely panned out with Trey Young here. Uh, but going to the game uh, at hand between these two teams, I do think Atlanta to cover the uh, plus three and a half is okay. Dallas, they just have been awful uh, covering the spread this year. Their ATS record. Uh, is just atrocious. Now, they have won nine straight games when playing as the favorite, uh, but they don't cover a lot when playing as the favorite or in general. They fail to cover four of five games. Uh, and Atlanta, they have a lot of success against the spread when taking on Dallas historically. Atlanta, they've covered 13 of 17 games when taking on the Mavericks, and they've actually covered six of eight games when playing in Dallas. Uh, and Dallas, they have issues covering as a favorite this year. So, I actually think Atlanta plus three and a half is okay here. Uh, there is one trend working against us here, though, Greg. I like to bring up the negatives as well. Uh, Atlanta, they have failed to cover the spread in eight straight games after winning at home the game prior. Uh, so coming off of a home win, they don't typically do well against the spread. Uh, but again, they have a lot of historic success against the spread in Dallas. They've covered six of eight there. So I think that is okay. The point total gets a little tricky. Uh, in Dallas, the point total is uh, 14 and 8. It's gone over 14 times this year. So maybe you lean towards the over. Dallas, they've gone over in four of six games overall. They've gone over in five of six at home. Uh, however, Atlanta, they've gone under in four or five on the road. And then the under has hit in six of eight meetings between both teams. So I think between the markets, I think the spread is a little bit safer in terms of the trends. And I'm going to go with Atlanta covering uh, plus three and a half. Yep, I do think that that's such a good look there. And you're talking about what is slash isn't safer in that game. What is right now not very safe is the Cleveland Cavaliers and how they might look moving forward because Donovan Mitchell is now dealing with an injury for them. When he comes back, certainly that's going to be massive for Cleveland. And 
They've been able to get a few pieces back in the fold themselves. They've been dealing with a few injuries in recent weeks. They were able to get back, I believe, Ricky Rubio as well. So that's something that works in their advantage. But right now we're seeing the Memphis Grizzlies as a six and a half point favorite. And I tell you right now, the Memphis Grizzlies are a team that I like on futures. They're a team that I think has all the goods to be able to really bust through this season. They were able to bust through last year as well. Where do you stand in terms of this game? And Really on the Memphis Grizzlies moving far because they're a team that I am quite warm on personally. Yeah, futures are my thing, Greg. Uh, you, and you beat me to it. I do like Memphis a lot. Uh, right. I was actually talking to myself about this the other day uh, that I do like Memphis in terms of uh, going through the Western Conference. When you look through all those teams in the West, uh, Memphis really stands out to me. They've been under the radar dominant, uh, not just a good team, a dominant team. They've won 10 straight games in a row. Uh, and in terms of this game against Cleveland, they've, you know, they've won three in a row against Cleveland. Um, they, they win games they're supposed to, and they cover games they're supposed to. This is a very trustworthy team, Memphis. So I like them a lot here. Uh, in terms against Cleveland, though, look, Cleveland, they failed to cover the spread in eight straight road games after winning the game prior. Uh, and so I'm with you, Greg. I think a futures ticket on Memphis is perfectly acceptable right now, uh, whether you want them to win the conference or win the whole thing. I think they're one of the most dominant teams in the NBA. Uh, and like, what's the old adage? Uh, you know, was it great teams cover? Good teams win, but great teams cover. Uh, Memphis, you know, they've been doing a lot of that this year, and they've really just been blowing teams out. So I like Memphis here. They seem to be fully healthy. Desmond Bain is back playing at a, you know, at a, at a high level at coming off his injury. Uh, when he's in that lineup, this is a prolific offense watch out. So I'm fine with Memphis as a futures play, and I'm also fine with them covering six and a half against Cleveland. I absolutely love it. And Memphis to be able to win the Western Conference. Currently at DraftKings, I'm seeing 4-1. to one. And to be able to win the whole shebang, they're currently at plus 950. Makes sense that they're a little bit more than 2-1 to one to be able to win the title because I do think that your bigger bomber teams like the Boston Celtics, the Milwaukee Bucks, they are out east. So that, to me, makes total sense. So I do like them really in both of those markets. Probably a little bit safer in the West. But what is probably not going to be too safe is taking a look at either the Washington Wizards or the New York Knicks <laughs> to really be able to bust through and do a lot in the playoffs. They are going to be meeting up with one another on Wednesday, and right now we're finding the Knicks as a six-point favorite, and both of these teams have been very fascinating, to say the least. I'm not going to say that either of these teams have been really good, but they've both been fascinating recently. <laughs> Where do you stand in terms of this game? Because I do think that it is, once again, an interesting game involving a pair of teams that I really can't fade, but I really can't get behind either. Yeah, well, Washington is very streaky. That's one thing I've noticed. When they cover games, that, you know, when it rains, it pours with the Wizards. They cover a lot in a row, and then they fail to cover a lot in a row. It never, it, it's never alternating. It always just comes in spurts. Um, but the Knicks, they've actually been pretty decent this year. Now, they've been better on the road against the spread. But uh, New York, they've covered a 15 of their last 22 games. Uh, that's a pretty good sample size right there. And then they're playing a team in which they've covered the spread in five of seven meetings against. Uh, so I'm fine with the Knicks covering the spread here. Uh, Washington, they've kept, failed to cover the spread in five of six games overall. Uh, but then when you go to the point total market, I think it goes under. The unders hit in 11 of 16 meetings between these two teams when playing in Madison Square Garden. And uh, Washington, they've gone under in six of nine road games. Now, um, I will say of the two markets, I think I trust the spread a little bit more only because the Knicks have gone over the point total in 10 of their last 15 games. So there's just a lot more consistency and a lot more conviction 
in the Knicks covering a spread at home right now than there is in either Washington covering or winning or the point total market hitting in my mind. So I'm going to go with the Knicks minus six is my best bet for that game. And the Knicks have been relatively solid against the spread, 22-19 and one for them. And it's always solid to get Tom Cunningham on the show. He does a great job over there at runmypool.com. And coming up next, we're going to be taking a look at some NFL and perhaps a little bit of an Oscars update with him as well. Next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Football playoffs are heating up with Brett Rivers Online Sportsbook. Brett Rivers is your go-to for all things football this playoff season. Celebrate this weekend with our divisional round parlay insurance and then extend the fun throughout the rest of the playoffs with our playoffs. First touchdown insurance login to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action as it is a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Great to be rejoined by Tom Cunningham. Does absolutely amazing work over at runyourpool.com. And we're going to be talking about the NFL in a second, but I know that you absolutely love the Oscars, being able to fire in on <laughs> all these awards. And you do a great job of it. And I know that there's been something that's happened over the last week or so that did cause a little bit of movement in terms of the Best Picture Award and we're seeing a little bit more in terms of some of the ancillary markets as well outside of really your main awards. Take me through what we've all seen over the last week or so and how that's caused a little bit of shift in some of the odds. Yeah, sure. So uh, everything, everywhere, all at once ended up cleaning up pretty well. I believe it was at the Critics' Choice Awards. Um, and then what you saw was all the sports books respond accordingly. And it's interesting because everything, everywhere, all at once, Greg, as I've been coming on here the last few weeks, uh, we talked about getting everything everywhere all at once for best picture at four to one odds. Uh, we got it at plus 400. Uh, those odds dwindled. We recommended you know, the last two weeks, even last week when I came on here, at plus value, everything everywhere all at once was still available for best picture. That is no longer the case. Uh, looking across the board is now about at minus 135, minus 140. That's about the cheapest price you're going to get for everything everywhere all at once for best picture. Uh, so if you did miss the boat, on that, I'm sorry. Uh, we gave you plenty of warnings and uh, we, we sirened the bell a bunch. Uh, but you know what? There's other markets you could go to. So best picture you might have missed out on. Look, if you want to pay minus 135 for that, feel free. I personally wouldn't. I would look elsewhere. We, I know Brian came on the show. We talked about Top Gun as a potential pick. Uh, maybe you look in that realm for value. But again, I think everything everywhere all at once at four to one. Uh, was your best bet even earlier before that it was six to one eight to one ten to one uh so if you waited you know this this long you kind of missed the boat on that market uh everything everywhere all at once is probably going to win best picture i would think i've been holding out hope that minions somehow some way pops up <laughs> on the board they're giving me nothing here sad very very sad i am very disappointed so there is that but we shall be looking at some teams are going to be looking to have some fun on this weekend, and it's always made more fun whenever you get the W. And let's take a look at this game first because I think it's the most intriguing one out of these official round games, although I will say all four of these are going to be terrific. Bengals and Bills because we were supposed to get this game a few weeks ago. Unprecedented tragedy costed us of it. Good news is Mr. Hamlin is looking so much better, and that is what we all want to see there 
Now, hopefully, we're able to shift our attention to football in this aspect. And now we've got the Bills between a five to a five and a half point favor with a total of 48. And it's a number that opened up at four. And honestly, at four, I thought it was a relatively correct number, but I'm thinking, you know what? It's a field goal game. I'll take the points here. This just continues to go up and up and up. I'm not sure where you stand on this, but it feels like too lofty of a line between two teams that I think are relatively equal. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I actually have the Bengals plus five circled as my best play for this game. The one thing that does worry me is Cincinnati. They historically struggle in Buffalo. Uh, they have failed to cover six of nine games when playing in Buffalo. However, you know, when you look at recent trends and, and more focus on this season, uh, Cincinnati are just cover machines. They're ATS gems. Uh, every better's dream. They've covered 12 of 15 games overall. The Bengals, they've covered seven of eight games when playing on the road. So they're very comfortable uh, away from like Paycor Stadium or Paul Brown Stadium, whatever it's called. Uh, they're comfortable away playing away from home. Buffalo, they have failed to cover five of seven games at home. Uh, and so when you look at the recent trends, the spread tells you, uh, well, we look at it, the trend, the trends tell you that the spread should be covered by the Bengals in this game. So I'm perfectly okay with taking Cincinnati plus five. I'm very high on them in this situation to cover the spread. Uh, Buffalo, look, they've won eight straight games in a row, but Cincinnati, they've won six of uh, five of six on the road. Um, and then Buffalo, they've actually lost four of their last six games when taking on the Bengals. So there's a lot to like about Cincinnati, I think, in this spot. Uh, when you look at the point total, I'm also okay with it going over. Uh, I think the point total is 49 right now. You're talking about a venue in Buffalo that sees 51 and a half points scored per game. Uh, the over is hit in five of eight games in Buffalo this year with five and three over under record. Buffalo, they've gone over in four of their last five games. They've gone over in five of six at home. And the overs hit in seven of 10 meetings between these two teams. I will say the Bengals go under a lot. They've gone under in 10 of 14 road games, and they've gone under in eight of nine playoff games. So I think the Bengals, again, at plus five is the best bet for this game. Yep, I am in agreement with you there, and we're even seeing some five-and-a-halves out there as well. I know that Frank Schwab, who joined me about an hour ago, he was talking about the fact that we, we got to six at some point at a few books, wow. and yeah, it's just getting a little bit too lofty in my opinion. So I do like the points here, and I like the points in this matchup as well. Giants versus the Eagles. With the Eagles there, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, total of 48, and I certainly do think that we're going to see both of the one seeds be able to survive in advance, make it to the championship games in the NFC and the AFC. But that said, I do think that north of a touchdown, just getting up a little bit too high, really liked what I saw out of Daniel Jones in that game against the Vikings. And really, it is a Giants team that they've been a little bit charmed with the way that they've been able to perform in one-score games. But I think a lot of that is just due to the great coaching of this team. They've got a good run game. And this is a pair of teams that they've got a lot of familiarity with one another. I know that they always say it's never easy to knock off the same team three times. I don't buy into that. But what I do buy into is that this Giants team really improving as the season has went along. I'm willing to take the points. Yeah, and it's a divisional matchup. So you always just be weary of that. I'm with you. I have Giants plus seven and a half circled as my best bet. They've been ATS machines lately as well. Uh, they've covered seven of their last eight games overall. They've actually covered the spread in five of six games when playing in Philadelphia. So, you know, they're very comfortable on the road in the division uh, when you're talking about the spread. They always have been, even, you know, kind of last year when they were in a very good team. They, they tended to cover on the road, especially within the division. Uh, and as an underdog, they're very comfortable in that role as well. 
Philadelphia, they've failed to cover four or five games. They've failed to cover four of their last six against the Giants. Uh, everything is telling you the Eagles will win this game straight up. However, they've won nine straight home games against the Giants. They've won 14 of 17 overall. Uh, and the Giants, they've lost 11 of 16 road games. So uh, I do expect the Giants to lose this game, but I do think seven and a half is, is a bit too much for a divisional playoff game, basically. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm going to go with plus seven there. The point total is a bit sketchy. I'm going to stay away from that. Um, 45.7 points scored per game in Philadelphia this year. The over-under is 5-3-1. and one. It's basically split when you're looking at it. Uh, so I really don't like anything in the point total. I will say Philly, they've gone under in four straight playoff games, uh, and the under has hit in four of six meetings. However, Philly, they've gone eight uh, over in eight of 12 games overall and 11 of 14 at home. So I'm real split with the point total market. I think the Giants covering the uh, seven and a half is a good play for this one. Absolutely. I'm right there with you. And I do think that it is interesting to take a look at the total as well, because I think a lot of that is going to hinge upon the health of Jalen Hurts. And I just don't know where that's at at this point. So I'll probably be taking a look throughout the week, trying to follow some of these beat reporters that have more access than myself to seeing how he's looking right now. And how things are looking in terms of Cowboys versus 49ers is like the most appropriate line that I'm seeing on the board. With the 49ers, they're a three and a half to a four point favorite. Totals between 46 and 46 half. Right now, my lean is to the Dallas Cowboys getting between three and a half and four because I do think that this is once again another one of those field goal games. I like what I've seen out of Brock Purdy, but I do still have my trepidations with a rookie quarterback that was Mr. Irrelevant being able to do what he does. And this is still a Dallas Cowboys team that I recognize the hiccups that the defense had in December, but by and large, they've still been very solid this year. Such an interesting look, and I do think that that leads into maybe a little bit of value on the under two. Yeah, I, you know, I'm torn in this game um, in every single market you can think of. Uh, the <laughs> Niners, they've won 11 in a row. However, they've lost six of eight against Dallas. Uh, Dallas, they've won 12 of 17 on the road. Um, they've covered 13 of 18 on the road, but then the Niners have covered six straight playoff games when taking on the NFC. Uh, they've covered eight of nine, five in a row at home. I, I just don't know who's going to win, who's going to cover. Then you go to the point total. Okay, the Niners, they've gone over in six of seven games, uh, but Dallas has gone under in four or five on the road. I think I'm going to go to the prop market here, uh, which is rare as a best bet, uh, but that's what I'm going to do. I like George Kittle to get into the end zone at plus uh, 150. The guy has scored a touchdown in three of his last five games uh, after failing to score a touchdown the game prior. He only caught two passes against the Seahawks, so I would expect Shanahan to get him much more involved. Uh, but the one trend that really stands out for me with George Kittle, which I'm kind of leaning towards in this, is the man has scored two, uh, two, at least two touchdowns, no, a touchdown in four or five games. In, four of the, in three of those games, there were two touchdowns. Yes, that's what it was. So he scored a touchdown in four or five games. Three of those four games, he has scored two touchdowns. So that's what I'm leaning on with George Kittle to get in at plus 150. I, I like it, and I always like having Tom Cunningham on the show. Does great work. So a big thanks to him for joining me on the Greg Peterson Experience. And coming up next, we're going to take a look at some Wednesday college basketball here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you are looking for a betting edge on football's biggest game, then VSIN. Media you covered with our experts because if you become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99, you're going to get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN shows and guests. Tools like our betting split set let you see where the money and the bets are moving on every single game. Deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where experts break down best bets, big game props, when it comes to college basketball brackets and so much more. Don't miss out. On this limited time offer, visit visa.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99 and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. That is at vsin.com slash subscribe. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Betting Network, it was always great to be joined by Tom Cunningham. Like I said, he does a little bit of everything, whether that be movies, basketball, baseball, football, I have not talked with him about women's flat track roller derby, but I'm sure that he does that market as well. It is always great to have him aboard. So big thanks to him for joining me in the last two segments, taking a look at a little NBA, little NFL. Now let's take a look at what we're going to be having for really the main action on Wednesday. That would be some college basketball. We're already taking a look at a little bit of Big 12 action, which, I mean, that conference has been absolutely delivering all season long, but there's been a lot of intrigue 
with regards to the SEC as well. And I do think that you've got a little bit of value with this home underdog, though it's starting to diminish as the number has been moving as I've been doing this show. So how about if we hit it right now? 687, 688 on the betting board. It is LSU. They're going to be playing us to Auburn. Auburn opened up a six-point favorite. Now you're finding this line mostly at a five. I'm seeing one straight four and a half, but mostly seeing five in the market. And your total, it has not really moved a muscle. It's 137 and a half, opened up at 137 and a half. And I do like this little under. I set my total at 134 and a half. This is not your same Auburn team from past years. When Auburn made the Final Four a few years ago and had that heartbreaking loss against Virginia, they were very much a guard-oriented team. No, 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 no. Not, that is not the case anymore as they are built around G&I Broom, who, very appropriate name because he is cleaning up. He's been able to give the team two and a half blocks. He does a great job with 13 points, eight rebounds per game, and Dylan Cardwell has not been playing as much recently, but still gives the team down low. Right around a block and a half per game, 4.2 points, 4.2 rebounds per game. But with Auburn, their main kryptonite, and this is something that I've really been finding in the SEC, they aren't shooting it well from three. They're shooting right around 30.5% from three-point range. And this is an Auburn team that is greatly slowed down, not just from last year, but really what we've seen in the Bruce Pearl era at Auburn. They are currently 144th in the country in terms of possessions per game. Meanwhile, it's an LSU team that they're playing a little bit more low and slow as well. They're ranked about 230th in the country in terms of total possessions per game. LSU needs to bounce back after a few less than savory defensive performances. They're coming off of giving up north of 100 against Alabama, and I do think that this is a relatively good by low spot on them as prior to the last week or so. LSU was doing a solid job with their defense as they've got a just good backcourt in general that knows what the heck they are doing, like a Trey Hannibal. He comes over with Matt McMahon over from Murray State and has been able to do a nice job being able to supply about five rebounds. He chips in there. It's Steel doesn't necessarily score a lot. Justice Hill doesn't really score a lot either. He gives you right around seven and a half to eight points per game, but does a nice job doling out 4.3 assists. LSU really doesn't get in trouble with turnovers too much with right around 12 and a half per contest, but KJ Williams, the six foot 10 combo player, that's the main guy to take a look at. 18 points, seven boards, shoots 45% from three-point range. Adam Miller needs to pick it up a little bit with the outside shooting, but he's been able to give you about 13 points per game as well. I do think that LSU going to be able to hold it in this game just because with Auburn, just don't have a lot in the backcourt. Wendell Green is shipping in their 13 points per game, but Zeph Jasper was hoping for a little bit more out of him. He's only giving you four points. And Allen Flanagan has been able to put up double figures each out of the last four games, but over the last two seasons, he has been just so incredibly inconsistent that I don't feel like you can bank on anything with him. It's an Auburn team that they do generate about eight half seals per game, but they really are now more of a defense-oriented team. They're ranking the top 25 in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. I do think that this is going to be a lower-scoring game with a pair of teams that have been having their woes with regards to being able to make outside shots, and a pair of teams are relatively solid in the paint. So my total at 134.5, diving under. Need at least five to take a look at LSU. So we're getting to the bottom part of what I'm willing to take, but we'll only take five with the Tigers, and I'm going to be taking a look at this total under as you've actually got a pair of Tigers in this one. So the LSU Tigers, I would be doing a disservice if I just said the mascot because, well, when both teams have the same mascot, one of them certainly is going to win, and that would make you correct on all fronts. But that said, this is also going to be an intriguing game involving a bunch has really been able to rise up, and we've actually seen the market come down, and I do like that we are now getting a nice discount here. 703-704 on the board. It is Xavier. They're going to be on the road facing off against DePaul. DePaul opened up a nine-point underdog. 
Now we're finding this number at 8 with Xavier being the favorite with your total between 157.5 and 158.5. 9 was pretty much my minimal buy point on DePaul. 8 is my minimal buy point on Xavier. So if we continue to see this getting pile driven down, it could be a play for me on Xavier. Because at first I was thinking, oh, DePaul, they're probably not going to get a lot of money. But we've actually seen it come in on them. And I do think the biggest reason why we are seeing the money come in on DePaul is that they're a little bit more healthy now. You're and I, a gentleman that stands right around six foot ten or so, he's able to give the team a block and a half for contest. He's now back to fold, and he's been able to do some solid work for this team. But on top of that, it is a squad in DePaul that they shoot about 35% from three-point range, so they do a solid job there, and they've really been able to get a lot recently out of an unsung hero in Deshaun Nelson. Nelson is a little bit of a junior college transfer that has come in and given this team 10.5 points, 5.5 rebounds per game. But you look at his last four games. He has been averaging in the span of the last four games about 5 rebounds per game. He has scored 14-plus points at every one of these games, shoots 36.5% from three-point range. And that offers a little bit of aid to Amaja Gibson, who's your main point guard, 5 assists, 14.5 points per game, shoots 38.5% from three. And Javon Johnson shoots 41% from the outside as a little bit of a combo player, but with Xavier. They should be able to control this game down low. Xavier could use a little bit more from guys like Jerome Hunter and company, but Hunter has been able to step up recently for this team, and it's a Xavier team that you've got Jack Nunch and Zach Fremantle. They do a tremendous job down low. They're combining for 16 rebounds, about 29 points per game, and this is a Xavier team that they're going into flamethrower mode from three-point range. They're in the top eight in all of college basketball with their three-point shooting percentage at 40.2% a top-10 team in terms of points scored on a per-possession basis. Now, they're leaving something to be desired on defense. There's no question about it in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. Xavier, outside of your top 150, as they're right around 174th or so. But DePaul, they are outside the top 240. They're right around 245th. So they have been giving up all sorts of points. DePaul doing a little bit of a better job of being able to generate some turnovers ever since. You've seen Jalen Terry come back to the fold after he was injured. They've been... A little bit better on that front, but if they don't get that turnover, they're allowing a bunch of open looks, and that is a not smart strategy, to say the least, when you're going up against Xavier. you got Sule Boom giving you 18 points per game, shoots over 40% from three-point range, and for Xavier, each of your top four scores shoot above 40% from three-point range, including a guy that I like with all sorts of versatility who's been able to give you right around 14 points, four boards, four assists, He's able to give you a little bit of everything in Mr. Kobe Jones, and he's shooting 44% from three-point range. I mean, all these guys have really been able to light it up for Xavier. I do think that they're going to be able to keep this going. Now that we're down to eight, it is my buy point in this circumstance. And with DePaul, they're a little bit more of an up-tempo team. They're in the top 125 in terms of possessions per game. Xavier's looking to gun it. They're in the top 30 in terms of their possessions per game. But I just don't know if DePaul's going to be able to hold up their end of the bargain in terms of the total, it's a Xavier team that they've been held below 75 points in just two out of their last 10 games. And I do think that they're going to be able to get north of 75 points in this game as well. But I am going to be taking a look at an under just because with DePaul, still a little bit of suspectness with regards to their offense. Set my total at a 155.5. So I don't think you're going to get some low-scoring slog in this game. But it's a circumstance where I'm going to lay eight or less with the with Xavier and it's a spot where at current numbers, taking a look at the under. A little bit of a note as well. If you're looking to bet on Northwestern versus Iowa and you're wondering where the heck that is, that's been postponed due to COVID-19. I feel like I've been sent into a time warp 24 months ago 
It is what it is. There is going to be no money to be made on that game. So do not go looking for that game. We'll give you guys a whole lot of value elsewhere. And we'll give you a little bit with regards to this VEASAN pro tip as well. It's something that I was talking about a few minutes ago with Tom Cunningham, who does great work over at runyourpool.com, VEASAN.com slash subscribe, where all of these, you're able to sort them by show and by sport. And that is that if you are taking a look at the NBA and you're anticipating someone being out, perhaps jumping on that overnight line is very beneficial. Unless if you've got good intel, I recommend waiting until the AM. But if you've got a sneaking feeling that, for example, LeBron James is not going to be playing for the LA Lakers, I would encourage you guys to be taking a look at that and you can get a little bit of value in terms of that closing line. And then for everything that we're doing here at Visa, just because I don't do a lot of NBA overnight, visa.com slash picks. We've got you guys covered there as well. We've got you guys covered next on the Greg Peterson experience with a little bit more college basketball action, looking at some mid-majors right here on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.